final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is presented by America First Credit Union. Whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Big win for the BYU Cougars. They win at San Francisco 72-63. Let's quickly pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU takes a very difficult two-game road trip in the Bay Area and comes away with two victories, a very impressive win Thursday night on the road at St. Mary's after trailing. They did the same thing tonight against San Francisco. They were down by 10 in the first half, fought to within one at halftime, actually took an early lead in the second half, then fell back behind, and then things changed. BYU defensively, the defense ramped up. A lot of that was Gideon George. And then as the second half progressed, BYU went to work down low. You cannot say enough about the work of guys like Richard Harward with a double-double with 13 points and 11 rebounds. Matt Harms, 9 points, 7 rebounds. Just an unbelievable game for BYU, especially in that second half and really putting this game away. The 72-63 final really doesn't do it justice. Uh, that That is a closer score than really what it actually was over the last uh, couple of minutes. Some empty points for San Francisco at the end, obviously Khalil Shabazz with 30, but it's great when you can have a guy like that score 30 and it doesn't hurt you. So uh, a big-time win for BYU now, 11-3 and overall, 2-1 and in West Coast Conference play. And the good news for you fans is because the Cougars won, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50 at PapaJohns.com on Monday and you will receive 50% off pizza at any Utah locations. Let's get to our scores for the evening. We'll start locally in Logan today. The game uh, tipped off about 11.30 this morning, so it was an early game up in the Cache Valley, but Utah State once again defeating San Diego State. They did it Thursday. They did it today. 64-59, the Aggies on top of the Aztecs. Weber State gets the win over Yellowstone Christian College, 124-44. to Southern Utah wins on the road at Eastern Washington, 99 to 94 dixie state loses at ut rio grande valley the final in that game 72 65 that game going against dixie state all right other west coast conference games the game between st mary's and gonzaga just tipping off it's literally like 55 seconds uh, into that game st mary's has a two to nothing lead I would be surprised if that lead holds up in terms of St. Mary's having a two-point lead at the end of the game. We shall see. Pepperdine at home defeats Portland 80-65. to Pacific gets the home win over LMU 58-49. Top 25 action. Number four, Texas defeats K-State 82-67. Miami had a big lead over number 16, Louisville, in the first half. The Cardinals, they were able to bounce back, but... Not able to get the win. Miami holds on for the six-point win, 78-72. to 
Number two, Baylor winning at number 15, Texas Tech, 68-60. Number 23, Minnesota upset seventh-ranked Michigan, and this one wasn't even close, 75-57 in favor of the Gophers. In overtime, another upset, Butler defeating number eight, Creighton, 70-66. Vandy at number 10, Tennessee. Vols get the win, 81-61. Number 16, Virginia. 35 points better than Clemson at 85 to 50. 21st ranked Ohio State gets the win at number 14 Illinois, 87 to 81. That probably makes up for losing the national championship in college football, probably. Probably not. Number 17 Missouri gets the road win at Texas A&M, 68 to 52. And then an update to the Gonzaga St. Mary's score. The number one team, the Gonzaga Bulldogs, lead 3 to 2 with 18-11 to go in the first half. Whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. Coming up next, we'll check in on the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. One game in the books, one game in the third quarter. We'll update you on both when we come back. The Cougars get the win at San Francisco on the Hilltop, 72-63. BYU victorious. We'll have more Cougar Post game live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU 72, San Francisco 63, BYU getting the victory and sweeping the Bay Area road trip with wins over St. Mary's on Thursday and the Dons tonight. Welcome back in to Cougar Post Game Live. It's time for the Mountain America three-point recap. For each three-pointer that BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross. Tonight, the Cougars made five three-pointers for a total of $250. The total donations so far this season now sit at $5,700. Let's check in on the NFL, the game going on right now. We have our first touchdown of that game. It was 3-3 at half in Buffalo as the Bills are hosting the Baltimore Ravens. That is nine and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. The Bills score a touchdown and lead Buffalo, or excuse me, lead Baltimore 10 to 3. Earlier today in the NFC, it was the Packers hosting the LA Rams. Green Bay gets the win and will advance 32-18 is the final score. In case you were wondering how former Cougar Jamal Williams fared today, Jay Swag Daddy with 12 carries for 65 yards, an average of 5.4 yards per carry. So congratulations to Jamal Williams and the Green Bay Packers. They will now wait to see who they will host next weekend at Lambeau. They will face either the New Orleans Saints or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's the second game of the doubleheader tomorrow. The first game of the afternoon will be at my beloved Arrowhead Stadium as the number one seed and Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, host the Cleveland Browns. Let's check in really quickly on the NBA. Fourth quarter action in Miami. The Pistons with a commanding lead of 104-85 over the Miami Heat. Also fourth quarter action. The Grizzlies looking to take down the 76ers. They lead 105-98. Finals from earlier today. Spurs defeat the Rockets 103-91. Brooklyn gets the win over the Orlando Magic 122-115. James Harden making his debut as a Brooklyn net. 
32 points, 12 rebounds, and 14 assists. Welcome to the team. You have a triple-double. The Toronto Raptors, three better than the Hornets at 116 to 113. And this game just underway in Portland. The Blazers lead the Atlanta Hawks 7-6. to That's a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, back out to War Memorial Gym for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final tonight from San Francisco. The Cougars take down the Don 72-63. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Stops on the arc left and hands to Lee. Lee will try the three and score it! Colby Lee for three! The Cougar Locker Room Show is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Now let's head back to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU comes back to defeat San Francisco tonight, 72-63 to on the Hilltop. Time now for our America First Credit Union interview with Alex Barcelo tonight. This courtside interview brought to you by America First Credit Union, here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. Team high, 19 points for A.B., Alex Barcelo. And Alex, congratulations to you and the guys on picking up a very difficult Bay Area road sweep here in league play. Thank you. I'm really proud of these guys and how we we fought back in both games and and came out with a road sweep. That's the thing. You found yourself down eight in the second half of both games, and and the defense keyed the offense. There were stretches there where St. Mary's and USF just couldn't score, and that was as important as anything. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's 100% true. I think it really speaks to our toughness, um, how to battle through and, and to continue to get stops, put stops together. We we say three continuous stops is a, is a kill, and uh, we had a lot of those tonight, and I was extremely proud of our guys. Well, Alex, congratulations on another great win. These are fun to watch and, and broadcast. I'm going to get my downer question out of the way right off the bat. And that is, I mean, the, the first halves in both of these games have not been great. Can you kind of put your finger on what needs to – maybe do uh, happen for a little more success in the first half obviously you got the second half figured out no definitely um I mean as a senior leader I I think that uh it's got to start with me you know I got to clean up my turnovers um I I had uh too many turnovers today in the game and uh, I got to continue to battle through that and bring more energy to the team um what we can do as a whole is I mean we all got to protect the ball um but at the end of the day we got to get stops and, and I think stops translates to offense and uh, when we're on the offensive end, we just got to continue to to play with pace, play with force, and uh, get to the second and third side. 26-point first half, 46-point second half for BYU and pulling away 72-63. So the final margin is nine, but this was a 17-point game here in the closing minutes. Then they, they ended up uh, making a few threes, which is what they do, A.B., as you know. Such a big part of the game plan is, is a three-point line against these guys. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, Shabbat, I mean he, hits, he hit some tough shots down the stretch. Um, but I was just extreme, like I said before, I was extremely proud of how these guys fought back and, and continued to put stops together, um, uh, except for those, you know, a few threes that he hit at the at the end of the game. I, th- I was really proud of our defense. You got your free throw work in tonight, ten for ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I practiced those. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, uh, it's uh, it's it, it's an inspiring thing to to see the way that uh, you can, you know, kind of put the clamps down and have it revert to offense the other way. A big part of the offense tonight was was Richard Harward doing what he does in second chance, right? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I could say a million great things about Rich. Um, he, he's my guy. Uh, I just – I mean, one, one thing that sticks out to me is he's such a team player, and uh, the character, the energy, 
um, the enthusiasm that he brings to our team is just an, on another level. And uh, I think it really shows every game as we've been progressing throughout the season, and I think it's going to continue to show. Alex, even though this game turned out to be eerily similar to what happened the other night at St. Mary's, they're, they're two very different teams. What was different in the game plan tonight against the Dons? Um, just that we were going to have to guard them in transition, uh, force a couple guys off the three. They're a really high clip shooting team um, from the three-point line and uh, just con continue to talk, play together, and uh, be in gaps uh, when we force them off the three. We're chatting with Alex Barcelo. He's our America First courtside interview tonight. He's actually courtside. He's on the floor. We're up in the concourse <laughs> level. So we literally, MacGyver-esque, we lowered a headset down to him to put on for this interview. The things we well, do this you year. you couldn't lower <laughs> your hair down, so we had to do a microphone. That's <laughs> a very good point. We'll, t we'll take a break. More with AB next here on the New Skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 72, San Francisco 63, our final score tonight. Among the numbers of note, BYU was 16 for 19 on layups and dunk attempts tonight. That's pretty high percentage stuff. For Alex Barcelo, every shot's been high percentage this year. Uh, when you're a 60% guy from the arc, you get a lot of attention. Alex tonight started a new three-point streak after seeing his 15-game streak of threes come to an end at St. Mary's. A.B. with us courtside. How much do you feel... How much attention do you physically feel right now that you're getting, especially on the three-point line from teams? Oh, man, I feel a lot, especially in these last three games. Um, guys are just trying to run me off the three-point line, so I'm really trying to get great driving lines, uh, being physical, staying uh, you know, staying composed with the ball, protecting the ball, and then trying to find my guys or, or get to my finishes inside the paint. Um, but definitely, I mean, I've been feeling it a lot these past three games. Uh, obviously, Alex, no fans again tonight. And we talk about that a lot, but I was just curious from a player's perspective. When you're out on the floor, how different is it this year playing without fans for the most part than, you know, you play, obviously played last year and there's a lot of fans. Do you, I mean, is it something you guys even think about or feel or sense at all? I think guys kind of have that in the back of their mind right now. Um, you know, we we really focused on trying to bring energy from our bench, um, you know, starting it from within the team and, and just kind of keep that going. You know, guys coming off the bench bringing high energy when they get into the game. Um, but, uh, I mean, definitely. I mean, you think about it when, you, when you're off the court and uh, when you watch watch the games back. It, it's definitely, definitely a different environment. Uh, but, you know, we're just glad to be, uh, be playing still. But whether it's, uh, whether it's in a huddle or in a locker room after a win – the energy is still – I mean, you guys are still able to, to generate a ton of your own energy, clearly. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I've <laughs> loved being here since the since the moment I stepped on campus just because we, we really do. We bring energy every day, whether, you know, we're coming off a loss, whether we're coming off a few wins back-to-back. -back, wh whatever whatever it is that we're coming off of, we're, we're going to bring the energy every time we step out on that floor. Finally, A.B., because of the way the schedule worked out with postponements and then the way that Gonzaga got after you, it had been a while since you'd gone between wins. Like you went from Weber State to St. Mary's without a win to celebrate. That's three weeks and change <laughs> without being able to really have, you know, something to show for it. And then you get these back-to-back -back wins on the road. How galvanizing do you think this can be for your team heading back home now to play some games and ideally get going in league? Well, I think it's huge for us, you know. We're, we're going to have a great plane ride back uh, to Provo. Uh, but, I mean, just, just knowing that we beat two really tough, really good teams in our conference, it, it's just a great feeling. And, and I think that's going to continue uh, to show as we, we move throughout conference. How's your body feeling these days? It's feeling a little bit sore, but I'm, I'm going <laughs> to get back and hopefully hit some yoga, jump in the ice bath, so I'll be good to go. 
All right, well, safe travels tonight. We'll see you back in town. Thanks, Alex. Thank you, guys. All right, that is Alex Barcelo, and that is tonight's America First courtside interview brought to you by America First Credit Union. Here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. Coach Mark Pope is next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Dining Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. From the Hilltop War Memorial Gymnasium here in San Francisco, it is time for our BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show, brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. How about two scoops for BYU? Bay Area Road Sweep, double dip, Thursday and Saturday, winning at St. Mary's, winning at San Francisco. BYU head coach Mark Pope joining us now. Coach Pope, congratulations to you and the boys on two what we think are pretty massive wins. <laughs> Let's go. I'm trying to get Mark Durant to smile. There we go. I, I got a little smile out of him. Let's go, Cougs. I'm, I'm smiling under my mask, just so you know. <laughs> that is fantastic stuff. And, and in a lot of ways, uh, you, win, uh, you win in similar ways uh, kind of both nights. Down eight in the second half. Uh, you, you put the clamps on a bit defensively, make some big plays, and end up uh, you know, win, winning kind of going away a little bit. What a, what a toughness weekend, right? I mean, you look at it on the schedule and you recognize how hard these two games are. Mind you, with our team last year, we lost both these games. So that just gives you a sense of how hard these games are. And these guys do them in a span of 72 hours. And both games are wildly frustrating for us. The first, you know, for, certainly both first halves were really frustrating for us. And, uh, and then these guys, just it's, it's just been a toughness weekend, man. I, I'm telling you. Like, if we could put more weekends like this together where these guys are just this tough and their resolve is this sure and they're able to manage frustration in such a focused way, it bodes well for the possibilities with this team because we will keep getting better. We'll keep executing better. And if we can always rely on this toughness, man, we get something done. I I could not be more uh, proud to be associated with this basketball team right now with what these guys did this weekend. You undersold it. It's 48 hours, two wins in 48 there that we you go. actually got. But my, so math, my math has never <laughs> been good, guys. Sometimes <laughs> the long nights, sometimes they make it seem way longer. You, you went through a stretch in the first half where you go one for 13 from the field and, and the lead goes into a deficit. But I thought the, the final five minutes of the first half were big for this team to say that you weren't going to get totally sideways. You got back in it. Yeah, Brandon Averett. Uh, Brandon Averett really steadied us a little bit. Uh, he was great down the stretch. Connor Harding gave us some really, really good minutes at the end of the first half. Gideon George uh, helped us get some life. Rich was so good in all of his minutes, uh, coming up with an incredibly physical, emotional double-double. Um, but you're right, Greg. I, I, as much as anything, we walked into halftime feeling like, hey, one, we're really trying to guard an incredibly explosive, difficult-to-guard offensive team. And two, we had just endured the first half where it was all frustrating, and, th- and then we just found a way to kind of wrap it up in the last five minutes where it was a, it was still a reasonable game. And, and I was super proud of that. That made me feel good going to halftime, like, okay, I think these guys are here, and I think they got a whole boatload of toughness left in them, and let's, let's see what happens in the second half. Yeah, well, congratulations. Greg and I have been in this building a lot. It's uh, it's hard to come out with the win, and it's credit to your guys. And I, I was trying to put my finger on 
you know, you, you, you got such great play late in these games. I'm like, what's going on? What's really happening? I think a big part of it, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, is, you know, you're playing 10, 11 guys, and you just it, – it's constant, constant. A lot of teams, I think, get worn out by that. And when you can put in Harward and Loner uh, off the bench and they just keep pounding you on the board, I think te- teams get worn out a little bit. Yeah, how about how about that little run in the second half where Matt, you know, they finally decide – you know, we, we put Gideon at the four for the first time in a month, and it really helped us with our spacing, especially working the post. And so we punished them twice – putting Matt on the right block where he'd kick out and pass with his left hand. And so they took off the double, which had kind of slowed us down in the first half. And then Matt went three straight possessions getting buckets. Essentially, it was three post catches for him out of maybe four or five possessions where he got buckets. Imagine having to deal with that. And then freaking Rich Harward is coming in, <laughs> like, the next minute just to destroy you on the glass. And it just is, um, you know, I thought our depth was huge this weekend. And, and depth can be um, – Death can be super frustrating. It, it slows down your development because you're coaching 10 guys every practice instead of five or eight or 11 instead of five or eight. And sometimes f- things can feel disjointed. But on trips like this where you have the luxury of, of like, you know, Brandon Averett gets to sit the last three minutes so he can actually go get a catch on the last possession of the game in the press and just dribble by everybody because he's so fresh. Uh, when you have a dynamic like that, um, it's really special. And these guys have done a great job sharing with each other and coming in waves. And I think it was really hard for St. Mary's to manage. As the game waned on, it was really hard for San Francisco to manage. Coach references Richard Harwood's double-double, 13 points, 11 rebounds. It was 11 boards, 5 came on the offensive end. He's a stick-back machine. A couple coming on dunks that bring the energy to the sideline. A huge part of BYU's win tonight, 72-63 to over San Francisco. Fifth straight game, by the way. BYU goes 40-plus points in the paint. That's what this team is about, in addition to making key threes that aren't as much a big, uh, as much a part of this team as maybe last year, but when they came tonight, they were massive when they happened. We'll take a break. We'll continue our conversation, conclude it with Coach Mark Pope on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU improving to 11-3 and on the year, 2-1 and on the West Coast Conference. Comeback win over San Francisco tonight, 72-63. to Mark Pope with us here courtside on the hilltop. You were down 10 in the first half, Coach Pope. Got it to 1 at halftime. You actually took a lead in the second half, but then it was a 9-0 run the other way. Boom, you're down 8 again. Another chance to respond, and your guys did. Yeah, they sure did. Um, you know, I was, I was. There were several things I was really proud of, numbers-wise. The forty, I think it was forty-five to twenty-eight, maybe on the glass. Yeah, uh, that's got to be a continuing, defining feature of this team. Um, you, you talked about the waves, and you're right. When you have Rich and Caleb coming off the bench, and those guys are just crushing the glass. I thought Kolb came up with a couple timely, at least one offensive rebound, and ended up being a foul that was really, really important. I thought the guys did a, a great job on the glass to kind of keep us short up and solid, and then. And then, like I said, it was kind of Matt's work in the post followed by by Richard's work on the glass and in the post. And uh, finally, Alex scored a th- free for a, th- a rotational three. And, and um, you know, I thought that we, we did an unbelievable job uh, guarding the three-point line in the second half until the last two minutes. And, and we just kind of lost focus a little bit there but uh, overall i just i am it's just toughness man it's it's a it's a tribute to this locker room you take guy uh one to 17 
um, and what they've been able to do for each other together. Matt Harms gave our pregame uh, speech today, and he talked about this brotherhood, that these guys are working hard to develop, and um, it's certainly served us well this week. It's pretty awesome. I, I hope Cougar fans are enjoying it because these guys are really fighting for each other and fighting for, for, fighting for Cougar faithful. Uh, a mini milestone of sorts, uh, Coach Pope. This was your 13th Division One game tonight, and we already know that the threshold – you know, for the NCAA tournament, you got to play at least 13 D1 games. Many more to come, of course, but you got that number, and, and, and there's a credit involved <coughs> there as well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it might be Nicole coming on. <laughs> no, hey, I'm glad we got 13, man. I'm super grateful for 13. I'm super grateful. Cannot wait to play next weekend. You know, next week, we've got to play at home, right, in the Marriott Center. It seems like we haven't played in the Marriott Center this season. I haven't, it's I, been I, so I long. I missed, the Texas, year. I missed the Texas Southern game because I was doing football, so I haven't called a home game since the Utah game, which seems yeah. like a, like forever ago. So we're excited to get back home and, and get to work and keep getting better. You know, Monday's going to be a huge day for us to find ways to get better, and, and this team is focused on that. And uh, it's, been, it's been really fun, and hopefully we can get somehow by some miraculous way, man, please – let us uh, make some huge, unpredictable headway with this COVID, so we can get some fans in the stands here towards the end of the season. I just, I just, I just would like Cougar Nation to be able to feel these guys on the floor, to feel their toughness and their fight and their competitiveness, because it's actually really special. So let's keep praying for that. More along those lines. In order for Greg and I to even get in this building to call this game, we had to undergo the team testing all this week. So three tests for me, which is. A new experience. Um, I just wonder, I, I mean, you got a stressful life and a special job. How much is the testing and worrying every time, and is this going to be an issue? I mean, is it, you even think about that much? I mean, it seems like a whole added thing you have to worry about. Yeah, you know, we've talked about this a little bit. It is um, – I think that's a key to this season. It's such a key. And so um, I think we're always thinking about how we can be nimble, right? It's part of the reason why we've been so – uh, emphatic about trying as hard as we can to keep this rotation broad because you're just anticipating that you're going to have, like, in one moment, you're going to lose a couple guys or a handful of guys or a coach or whatever from your team, and you still have to go out and find a way to win and compete. And and um, so I think it just has been a year of contingencies, right? We spend so much time just considering contingency, you normally do that in the game of basketball all the time anyway, but now you have this other dimension about game rescheduling on the simplest sense and then losing players or losing practice or losing whatever on the more complicated sense and and um, trying to piece together a team. And hopefully we'll keep working on that and we'll be prepared every time that we get touched by this uh, in terms of our season. Hopefully we'll be prepared and be able to answer the bell. But, yeah, it, it, it makes it more interesting, right? It's, 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 uh, it becomes four-dimensional, and so that's fun. Last thing, Coach, we know how, how you guys like to celebrate wins, and road wins are particularly meaningful. Uh, what was the level of celebration Thursday? Because I got a glimpse of it, and, and two nights later, it's been a grind. You're tired. You're exhausted. What was the level tonight compared to Thursday? Oh, man, I'm, I'm so tempted to tell you the honest truth right now, <laughs> because, but I'm not sure I Don't can. I, I mean, you guys know I'm totally unfiltered, but this one I might get myself in trouble. Uh, it was, um, you know, uh, I'll tell you, if I was going to describe Thursday, it just wasn't a lot of words. It was just a lot of emotion, right? It was just a lot of emotion for a lot of different reasons. And it's, sometimes it's fun not to use a lot of words. <laughs> sometimes it communicates better than using words, right? And then tonight was um, tonight there was a ton of fatigue mm. and a ton of tired smiles. 
and and a ton of like beaming pride uh, uh, with our guys uh, feeling like they did this uh, together and they did it for each other and uh, it was super super rewarding in the locker room. I can imagine really satisfying, really yep. satisfying weekend. All right, well, coach, uh, congratulations uh, to you and the team and and safe travels back home. We'll, we'll get ready to do it again next week. Thanks, Jens. Appreciate you guys. All right, that's Coach Mark Pope. We're back to wrap up this broadcast after this on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, the final score here tonight from the Hilltop War Memorial Gymnasium in San Francisco, BYU 72 and San Francisco 63. So the Cougars in the uh, in the all-important quest to be, of course, you want to be the best, obviously, right? You want You want to win the West Coast Conference. But Gonzaga is Gonzaga, and so if you're if you're to buy the the presumption that the real battle is to be the next best team, BYU takes a big step uh, toward that pursuit with two wins this weekend at St. Mary's, at San Francisco. By the way, the Gales hosting Gonzaga right now had a nice lead earlier in the half, but the Zags have retaken the lead heading toward the break. 28-24, Zags lead the Gales, 106 to go until halftime there in Moraga earlier today. Pepperdine defeating Portland, 80 to 65. Pacific defeated LMU 58-49, so the Tigers have opened league play with a couple of wins. And BYU, as we noted, going to 2-1 and one in the WCC by the win, by winning at San Francisco uh, tonight. Uh, Coach Pope made a great point on the air, and, and I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's valuable to note, Mark, that last year's BYU team, which we all knew was, you know, exemplary, a remarkable team, they lost in two buildings that this year's team won in, Moraga and here in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, this this year's team is kind of the Rocky Balboa, and last year's team was the Apollo Creed. I mean, it just looked prettier, you know, <laughs> what they did. And you're like, oh, yeah, but, uh, I mean, Rocky just keeps coming at you and beating on you and taking a lot of hits. And it's, uh, somehow at the end he's won the, mat, uh, the bout. And it's like this team has a certain something, a certain toughness and resilience, and you're just going to keep coming at you, and it's not pretty a lot of the time. And you wonder how they are they ever going to score again? I mean, they can't do they can't even do anything right now, and then they end up finishing the game like uh, blockbusters. So it's kind of fun to watch and, and to win these two games. I mean, uh, l- listen, this uh, a lot of teams in the country would would lose one of these games, no no doubt. I mean, this is such a tough road trip, and for coming out just the the first three two and one, fantastic. You got to be really excited about that and something to build on for the future. Yeah, the results are uh, really pretty uh, this weekend as BYU goes to 2-1 and one in league play back home next week for Portland and Pepperdine, and that will actually be uh, the first of a double dip with the Waves. They'll go back to Malibu the next week, and so they'll have back-to-back games against Pepperdine. But first comes Portland on Thursday night. All right, as for tonight, let's uh, conclude our broadcast and thank our crew back at BYU Radio, our engineers Barry Squires and Sean Fay, our our coordinating producer is Terry South. Our control board operator, Liam Howard, tonight. Our intern, Andrew Gray. And our studio host, Jason Shepard. My broadcast colleague here at War Memorial Gymnasium, the great Mark Durant. And so for Mark, my name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you once again for tuning in to BYU Basketball. Cougs defeat San Francisco by a score of 72-63. to 63. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from San Francisco. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Borkey, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship, Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.